This is Unqualified Parenting. If you're looking for tips on parenting, relationships, self-care, or just need someone to relate to, you've come to the right place. We may be unqualified, but our info is anything but. It's a show full of parenting failures, parenting wins, and some amazing guests. I'm Jen, a full-time bio mom and part-time stepmom. And I'm Cody, a dad who recently remarried and has full custody of his daughter. And we're here to bring you our unique perspectives from our two very different blended families. Hi, Jen. Hi, Codester. <laughs> What's up, JJ? <laughs> okay. And my friends call me Icebone, okay? It's Icebone to you. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't pick between like Ice Cube and T-Bone, so I went Icebone. No one goes in that direction. <laughs> Known as the old Icebone. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well... Well, well. Look what we have here. Hello, fall. It's fall now. It's super fall now. And it's going to go from being 80 today to possibly snowing next week. Welcome to Utah. We don't actually have a fall. In two days, our high will be 45 degrees. And today it was literally in the mid-80s. Mid-80s. Yeah, you know. That's, that's That's why people get sick. That's why people move to Canada. Probably deal with it. It's just stupid. Like, let's just decide on one temperature. Let's just do that one. We went to drive up through the beautiful canyons because all the leaves are changing pink and red and orange and yellow. And do you what do you call it when you go look at leaves? Do you guys call it something? No. Do you? Well, I was watching John Oliver the other day, last week tonight. And all these news stations are calling it leaf peeping. Ew, that sounds creepy. Right? And it's like, no, no hey, one is saying this. No one's saying leaf peeping. <laughs> like, shut up, news station. You're drunk. Go home. I'm a leaf peeper on oh. the weekends. <laughs> no, sorry, officer. Not peeping Tom leaf peeper. It's different. <laughs> I hide in the leaves and look at people. <laughs> Yeah, I hide in the people and look at leaves. Yeah, look at the leaves. Oh, look at that leaf. Oh, that I just hit my tooth on my microphone. <laughs> How the hell do you hit your tooth on? Are you swallowing that thing? I mean, when you put something in front of me. <laughs> That's true. It's like and I was watching. It just got gross. I was watching Friday After Next the other day because I'm working my way through the Friday trilogy, and th- there's there's a little. Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was Clerks. Have you ever seen Clerks? Yes. The guy, like, gets mad at his girlfriend, and she's, like, walking away, and he's like, try not to suck any dicks in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, walking to her car. <laughs> That's you. Anyways, uh, you were leaf peeping. So. Oh. Oh, and there was just, like, so much traffic that we thought there was a car accident or something, but it was just everyone in Utah was going to look at the leaves, so we turned around and went home. Just leaf peeping mad. Yep. Those damn leaf peepers. I yeah. going to look at leaves isn't worth the amount of time it takes to get there. Like, and that's coming from someone who lives in Utah where a canyon is literally ten minutes away. Yeah. Right? We have these beautiful mountains. It's still not worth the effort to go up there and look at the leaves. Not in traffic, especially. 
you got to get out of your car. And then once you're out of your car, then what do you do? You're like, oh, wow, the leaves are still the same leaves as when we were in the car. They didn't change. You don't interact. I don't think you're supposed to get out of the car. You don't interact you stay with in the, the leaves. Car. You don't. Oh, you peep are, at them. These are amazing. I'm taking these with me. And then everyone gets out of their car to take pictures. But unless you're a photographer, people, those pictures look like shit. I don't care. They do. Like half the time your windows rolled up. You're trying to take it driving. Like, can we can we just kind of get over the fact that leaves change color? There's a lot of stuff in life that changes color. And I think we need like to focus what? on that. Um, meat when you cook it. That changes <laughs> color. Why aren't more people meat peeping? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a club, the Meat Peepers of America. <laughs> we peep meat. So get your meat out, whether it's pink or brown, and we'll peep it. <laughs> oh, this started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> ah, yeah. What do you want to talk about today? Parental burnout. <laughs> yep, wrong foot. Yep. I'm burnt out, Jen. Are you? Jen, I'm so tired. But are you really? Because I fucking am. Jen, I just have I just have one kid. I just yeah. have one. Yeah. But I got some good news. I've got some good stuff we can talk about. Are you giving her up for adoption? Oh no, no one would take that. Nope. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a bad deal for whoever took that. Um, no, we had parent teacher conferences. Oh. And I told her, like, because they're all virtual, which is so fucking amazing. Like, why weren't we doing virtual parent-teacher conferences before? Like, before virtual, you'd, okay, we all got to bust our ass to get home on time. All right, we're going to have to put off dinner for two hours. All right, we've got 15, 20-minute schedule with each teacher. we got to go to the school. Now you got to go teacher to teacher. They all start running late. So if you don't get there in time, you're not leaving there until 10 o'clock with yeah. virtual. I literally scheduled them every 10 minutes back to back. None of them lasted more than five minutes. Nice. And I kind of put up a little sticky note and I said, we're going we're gonna to keep track of how these parent-teacher conferences turn out. And there was only one where she was missing work. And they were wow. all like, good, good, great. Her history teacher said that she should be in honors history. Ooh. She's doing really good. So like... Went through this like parent-teacher conferences. And if you remember from probably six episodes ago, I said that this year I'm stepping back from the school thing. Mm -hmm. Remember? I You're said, like, I'm, I'm sick of the luck. battle and the fight. Your school is your school. If Goodbye. If you need help, come get me. Yep. Other than that, it's your thing. Well, this is her showing me that she can do it. She's got it. Awesome. That's great. Congrats. Yeah, it's really good. No more enabling. Yep. Good job. You did it. You win. Now you can retire parenting. You're all done. How do you retire from parenting? I feel like you have to get rid of your You don't. Kids. You don't ever. Yeah. When I was with uh, my friend Dina and we were camping and I swear there was like six camping trips in a row where something would happen. Something would break. So we're up there and it's a girl's camping trip and she gets a flat tire. Doesn't have a spare. We're just stuck. So we had to like unhook from the trailer, take the, cause it was on the trailer, take the truck down, call her dad. And I'm like, where, it was when we were in our late twenties. Like, I think we were 30 You're like, and we're still calling, Hey dad, dad, can you, I've got a flat tire. And it was like 45 minute drive for him to come to our camp spot. 
So we're like, we'll make you a drink and play some horseshoes with you, you know, try to make it worth his while. But like, yeah. you're still a parent forever. Yeah. yeah, I did that to my dad once. And he came through like hardcore. I was doing a bike race up in northern Utah and it was like 102 miles. Well, there was like a section that's just like this hill that's like fucking vertical. Like, like guys that do this like for a living were getting off their bikes to walk it up this hill. It was like no joke. Well, the cleats that you use to snap into your pedals on the bottom of your shoes, they're all made out of plastic unless you opt for metal ones. I was cheap as hell. I went plastic. So by the time I got to the top of the hill and clipped into my pedals, my cleats had been eaten up and I couldn't unclip. Oh, no. Which meant I couldn't stop at the rest areas. <laughs> so I'm just like fucking attached to my bike. And so as I'm riding, I like get on my phone and I call my dad. I'm like, look, I need you to go to the Trek bike store. I need you to get these cleats. This is the route. I just need you to come find me. And you, you know the distances. That was American Fork to mm -hmm, Brigham. That's far. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a drive. And dude went and got the cleats. And that's awesome. Me. And I pull off the side of the road. I broke my shoes and put the cleats on. And so, yeah, that's I guess awesome. you're right. You're always a parent. And even then, I mean, I feel like I feel like just having had kids and raised kids, you're always a parent for kids. Yeah, I think by kid. then you might be more excited to be called for stuff because, like, it's so few well, and like far you, between. Well, more what I'm talking about is, like, friends' kids, right? Once you're a parent, you're always a parent. Like, let's say Aubrey's off to college and I'm over at your house and, you know, one of your kids is having a hard time. We're all parents to, our, to, to all the kids, right? We That's take true, care of all the yeah. Kids. We all yeah. jump in, we all help out. I feel like once a parent, always a parent. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so I was doing like some research on this topic of parental burnout and I noticed the signs. They sound a lot like depression. It's like, are you feeling exhausted? Did you lose joy in the things that you used to find Contem amazing? Contemplating ending your life. Do you not want to go outside or do much of anything? We might need to stop. Suicide is no joke. If you're contemplating suicide, we'll put a number and website in the description we're not making light of it, kind of are. But if you need help, we'll put help in the links. Yes, it's serious. So if you're feeling like depressed, you should also see a therapist. But I noticed a big sign between this and like depression, I think, when you're a parent is like you think I love my kids, but I don't want to be around them. Like mm -hmm. just they need to just go away. And it's not like a normal oh, they're just being annoying today. It's like, uh, oh my gosh, uh, did I want to be a mom? Like, what? what is this my life now? You start thinking more along those lines yeah, this is with me. having. I, I get on Instagram, I start following the Kardashians, and I'm like, man, what my life could have been. <laughs> it would have been just like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are kind of signs to watch out for. But I mean, I think we all know if we're f feeling well, what are the parental signs? burnout, exhaustion, not finding things that you used to find enjoyment in, joyful. Um, so signs of depression are anxiety, apathy, general discontent, guilt, hopelessness, loss of interest or pleasure in activities, sadness, mood swings. You're just very unhappy and just kind of don't give a shit about anything. 
Um, parental burnout, it's it sounds like it's more exhaustion, like just overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't like physically tired um, versus sad. It's more of like a stress. Uh, and then you start to kind of distance yourself from your kids because you're trying to preserve that energy. And I'm going to link this article. It actually just came out this month, which makes me feel kind of good because obviously other people are feeling it if there's like literally an article that just came out on it. Um, so then parental burnout symptoms build together, phase one exhaustion. Um, you also feel distress, shame, guilt, like a lot of working moms especially already feel like the, the mommy guilt because they're already working. And if you are a working parent, parental burnout is way more likely to occur because you've worked all day. You're usually mentally, I'm mentally exhausted by the time I get home. A ton has been changing at my work. And then to also deal with someone asking you, why can't I have ice cream for dinner? I want ice cream for dinner. Can I have ice cream for dinner? Is there ice cream for dinner? Well, can we go get ice cream? You just shut up. Shut your, up. Is that your husband? Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's just been hard. Um, trying to juggle working full time because my work has gotten busier. And I mean, there's the holidays coming up. We're going to be all stuck inside the house soon. So I thought I'd share some tips just kind of gathered from different websites on what to do about it. If you okay. guys are feeling overwhelmed and like you don't want to do anything and just like drowning. And um, if, if you're feeling that guilt of working as a parent, Check out episode 41 of our podcast. We go over working parents. We go over a bunch of studies and show you that you working is the best thing you can do for your kids. So if you're curious, episode 41. So if you're not working, then maybe you guys should feel guilty. No, I'm just kidding. If you're not working, being a stay-at-home parent, I think, is more is harder than working all day, honestly. Because it's so different. Like you're dealing with grownups, whereas being a stay-at-home mom, it's just like you're literally fighting with toddlers and kids all day. Like, oh my gosh, that sounds so obnoxious. So I feel like being a stay-at-home mom is harder, but being a working parent is more over, like more exhausting. I, can I could that. be wrong. I could be wrong. I but Because like I go to work and I have peace and quiet for like eight hours. And you can I, focus and I get stuff done. Show, I get things done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and if I was at home with a toddler, there's no way. There's no way I'd have any quiet. You can't get anything done. Uh -uh. It's just constant interruptions. Protect your self-care time. So, like, if you've said, I need to, like, soak in a bath, but your kids are screaming at you or your husband's needing help or whatever... You have to protect that time. And I know that that's really hard because I often feel like I should fix everything. I'm the nurturer. I should be the one that should be there because they're calling for mommy. So I right. should go, not my husband. But really, if you're not protecting your self-care time, you're not getting that refresher and you're showing up to them constantly irritated. Just perpetual irritation all the time. So try to remember that and hopefully you feel less guilty about protecting your self-care time. A yeah. lot of the articles talk about exercise too. 
which is crazy important. I don't, I don't think a lot of people really understand just how important that is for your mental health. Yes. Um, but being even a walk to, around the block, being able to just tell your kids, no, like it's so hard to do, but just like, dad, do you want to play a board game with me? If I'm mentally exhausted, I say, no, I say, yeah. no, not right now. But if I do in the future, I'll let you know. But, and I'll be super honest with, with Aubrey, even when she's little, I'll be like, look, work was really hard for your dad today. I need some time to just kind of sit and quiet and do my thing. Yeah, and, I'm too tired. And she's always been super understanding and she'll go in her room and give me my time. And she's, she's done that to us too. A few times she's come home from school and been like, look, I need, I need a few moments to decompress. But yeah, That's good. Don't be afraid to tell your kids. No, it's okay. Yeah. And go out and do things with friends. Like find a babysitter. If you don't have one in your family, there's so many online resources these days with like background checks. And I know it's scary to do that the first time. I'm sure I've never done it. And I can't imagine the fear of leaving my child with an absolute stranger. I don't know that I could do it with her at this age. Cause she's so she's three. She's so little and helpless, but after a few times, then you know that person. Then you yeah. get to know them. Yeah, that's true. And you can always, I mean, you've got, everyone has security cameras in their house these days, so you can keep tabs on that. Another great resource if you're new to an area to find a babysitter is just contact a local church. They're going to tell you who babysits for the people at their church, and, you know, they're going to come with amazing references. That's what I do. I just reach out to a local church and say, hey, who do you guys recommend? And they'll probably hook you up with some really nice, you know, 14, 15 year old girl that kicks ass. Yeah. And if you don't have that option, then I would get consistent on the bedtimes. I've always with my daughter, it is seven o'clock every night. She's always been good at bedtime, but it's because there were, there were some times where she challenged it. It had to be trained. Like it was seven o'clock. Obviously I waited till she was old enough to, handle it but now if i wanted to have a date night with my husband after she went to bed i totally could i have game nights cody's been there and she doesn't make a single sound i can have full-on parties with her sleeping upstairs now well and i feel like bedtimes are more for parents than they are for kids anyways especially little kids little kids are going to nap throughout the day if you know they get two hours less sleep it's not going to kill their day they're totally fine that bedtime's for us that's when yeah. I know I can break out the snacks and I can watch a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's my countdown. I look at the clock. Aubrey goes to bed at 10 o'clock. That's her bedtime now. I know, 10 o'clock. That's when I can boot up video games. Both of the girls are in bed. Wow, it's a late bedtime. Happy She's Cody lucky. Time. Well, she is almost 14. Oh, it's true. It sounds very late compared to seven. <laughs> it, yep, it is. <laughs> yeah, my... 12 year old stepdaughter it's like be in bed at 8 45 but we do let her stay up till 9 30 so that's true i guess it's not too far off so can i tell you an instance where i noticed mikkel was burning out yes so aubrey has chores you and i spoke a little bit today about allowance and chores mm -hmm. so she has set chores she has a chore every day that she has to do and she gets allowance she gets 15 a week, which you might say is a lot, but she does chores seven days a week and she mm -hmm. helps take care of the dog. She stays up on her homework, which we already talked about. So she, she gets 15 a week. 
Well, one of her chores was cleaning her bird's cage because she has two parakeets. She has, in quotes, more like (laughs) Kel and I have. And it's been her job since we got those parakeets for her to clean the cage, clean the cage, feed the birds. And it has always taken two and a half, three hours for her to take the cage in the bathroom, take out the stuff, scrub it, put the stuff back, fill the feeders with food, put the birds in the cage. That's all it is. It's very simple. It's not hard. Sounds like 20 minutes, maybe. And I've shown her. I've like, look, if you want, you can bring the bird cage out to my wood shop. You can use my shop vac to just fucking suck the poop off everything. <laughs> and she just doesn't do it. And it's just been this fight forever, forever, forever. And I noticed Mikkel was just kind of losing her mind and having to remind her to do this and hurry up. Because especially right now, because we only have one bathroom. I, I kind of sat back and I was like, how do I solve this? And it dawned on me that that's now my chore. Why was Mikkel ever working on this? Why was she ever trying to get Aubrey to do this? If Aubrey's not going to do it, Aubrey's my kid. That's my responsibility. That's so good of you. I sat them both down and I said, look, Aubrey, I'm sick of the fight on the bird cage. So the bird cage is now my chore every Friday. Mikkel, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. And then I gave Aubrey two harder chores. Good. It's kind of like a... Yeah, this kind of sucks. So like every other Friday, she either cleans all the windows or she scrubs all the baseboards. Nice. But it took out like, I don't know why it took me so long to realize that Mikkel was so stressed and burnt out on this one stupid thing, a stupid birdcage and realizing, holy shit, I have, I have the power to fix the whole situation for everybody. And for me, cleaning the birdcage, yeah, it takes 15, 20 minutes. It's nothing. That's awesome that you noticed that, though. And it's That's been so really much good. better. It's not a source of contention in, in the house anymore. Just Yeah, yeah I, I disengaged from, because I used to do a chore chart with different chores each weekend for my stepdaughter, and she used to earn more money than she does now. And it was always me being like, she didn't do her chores or, Hey, you need to do your Mm -hmm. chores. And like we've talked about the step parent shouldn't be the main disciplinarian and they would both forget. So I was finally like, I am disengaging. I would love for her to do chores, but I am the only one that cares in this situation. So my husband took it over, simplified it and decreased her pay by a lot. And now it's easy and she does them. And what's interesting about that is like, you, you kind of want to tell her, hey, you're kind of fucking this up because yeah. you're showing us the value of your work. Like you could be making a lot more and you've shown us that you will do exactly $5 worth of work and we're going to pay you exactly $5. And that was, that's a month too. That's not a lot. Granted, that's, she's with us 33% of the time, but I mean, but $5 a month. That's nothing. That's geez. I spend more on just probably losing loose change in a month then seriously and all she has to do is empty the bathroom garbages oh geez you guys are way too easy on her hey it's not me yeah, <laughs> i tried that's true he's <laughs> like he's gonna listen to this later and be like oh you fucking assholes because aubrey has to like empty all the garbages one day she has to take all the garbages out to the curb one day she has to vacuum one day dust she has to clean her bathroom she has to do windows and baseboards. Oh, I used to love it when she dusts because that's like my 
worst chore is dusting, and it's How so the obvious hell is when that you your don't. Your worst chore. That's the easy. You just wipe. You have to move everything back and forth, back and forth. Oh it's God. just Why are you so annoying. Lazy? It's not annoying. It's super easy. I'd rather mop. Dust under my phone. That was easy. Dust under my um, computer. I'd rather vacuum, mop, unload, load the dishwasher. I'd rather do any of those things. Mow the lawn. So yeah, I used to have like uh, this weekend you're gonna sweep and dust, as and then like, the next weekend as you're like looking forward to it all week. Like ah, oh, yeah, Thursday this place is getting fucking dust. <laughs> yes, and actually now that we're talking about that. That would actually help a lot if she did more around the house because I think she should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's 12 years old and she's asked to earn extra money. She actually has asked, like, how do I earn extra money? I mean, really, Aubrey's allowance just comes out to $2 a day. That's all it is. It's just two bucks a day. Yeah. You know, she probably does the work to deserve it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah. super easy. Just like I'd have her do more stuff, especially if she wants to do more stuff. And it sounds like she's getting into the mode of like planning to go hang out with friends. Yep. And do activities, which funny story. So, so our daughters had like a little hangout sesh the other weekend. Great for both of them. We spent the whole day together. Well, they decided that they were going to go to a haunted house. I had no idea until Jen told me. And then Mikkel told me, well, as we were driving back from getting Aubrey's COVID test, because she's sick, so she needs a test before she can go back to school, just a negative test. We uh, we drive past Lagoon, which is a theme park here in Utah. And I say, oh, man, it looks like they're building a new roller coaster. And Aubrey goes, yeah, Lily and I are going to go there Friday or Saturday, whatever the ninth is. And I said, wait, you're <laughs> going to Frightmares at Lagoon? It's like the theme park puts on a stupid, like, Halloween thing. They've got, like, haunted houses. But it's like eighty dollars. Yeah, I'm not day. paying for that. <laughs> Disneyland is just like another twenty bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean it's stupid. And so as we're like, as, we, as we're like driving past it, I was like, I don't think you're going to Frightmares. I think you're going to Fear Factory, which is a haunted house. She goes, No, you're going to Frightmares. And I was nope, like, you're I was not. Like, I was like, Well, if you are, how are you paying for it? Because it's expensive. Yeah. So she's taking a digital literary cl literacy class in school. Right, digital. Did you literacy. just mess up the word literacy? Because that's hilarious. I might have. Okay, <laughs> I've had a few too many candy corns. I'm a little <laughs> tipsy. Anyways, so she's taking a class on digital literacy, where they tell you that like, don't believe everything you read. Like, check the sources of everything. You know, like, don't be a dumbass. Well, as mm -hmm. we're in the car, she does a Google search for Frightmares price, and she's looking at like the Google results. She goes, Dad, it's ten bucks. And I was like, I think you need to click through the website. This is a website. That's it's the add-on probably to go through like, the haunted house. I was like, Aubrey, Google can pull up results from 10 years ago if it matches your search string. You can't trust what's there. You have to click through to the site. Plus, you don't know what metadata that company chose to have pop up. You know, you don't know any of that. You've got to click through. So she clicks yeah. through and sure enough, it's like 75 bucks. And I was like, well, you need to know how you're going to pay for it. When are you guys going? I don't know. Well, what are, what are their hours? Well, I don't know. Okay, how are you guys going to get there? How? Yeah, I'm not paying for that just so you're. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, are we getting Lily? Are they coming up here? Like, how? Well, I don't know. Oh my god, you have to figure this shit out. You have to figure it out. Yeah. So, then it was Fear Factory, and it's, yeah. Anyways, stupid. It's 
it's a thing. Yeah, it's just so stupid. My my therapist mentioned like if you can offload stuff like cleaning your house, then just hire someone to clean your house. Do you know how expensive that is to do all the time? All the time. I just had a huge ass vet bill because my dog was literally sneezing clots of blood all over the floor, which she's fine. Apparently, they can't find anything wrong with her. But it was three hundred and sixty dollars for yeah. them to be like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was when Max jumped out the car window. That was five hundred bucks. Jeez, yeah, like I can't afford a cleaner right now, so we have to do it. And some of it, if you put off, it's going to pile up more. Like laundry, if you put laundry off, like then it's a nightmare. I never put laundry off, but I fucking hate like that you have to do it or it's even more work later. Like I hate that, but I know I need to lower my expectations of what is clean well, and what isn't. And I, and I feel like there are, I feel like there are <clears throat> different strategies for facing that burnout, you know, cause <laughs> I feel like there are maybe different coping ways or coping mechanisms to cope with this burnout. Cause I noticed Mikkel gets it a lot where she'll just get agitated. We're out somewhere and she's just agitated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on with you? She's like, I got to go home. I got to do laundry and the dishwasher needs to be emptied. And someone else, we got to mow the lawn. And I'm like, where, why the fuck are you thinking about it right now? We're on the freeway. We're not even driving home. I think it's like, hard it's for just always females. on my mind. Yeah. And I was like, well, just think about something else. It's that easy. I'm like, come on. But it's hard for us because if we forget, we feel like no one's going to pick up the pieces. Which is funny because Mikkel knows, and I've told her, he's like, look, just let things sit. They'll get taken care of. Just let them sit. It's okay. Like, I rarely have a she'll argue with you on this, but I rarely <laughs> have a chance to jump in and do a chore because she's already in the middle of it or she's mm. already done it or she's planning to do it a different way. And it's like in the past, she's done it where I'm just like, look, just do nothing and it'll get done. And sure enough, as I see dishes in the sink, oh, I'll load the dishwasher. Laundry's and- up. I'll do laundry. But I'm not laser focused like she is. I think it's, different levels like i sent you this i wish i could credit the guy he was this like doctor on tiktok he's a tiktok (laughs) doctor um and he was talking about the different times that your brain starts to build up stress to get something done yeah and with females it's much sooner than males so we start like stressing so much that if we don't do it then our performance at what we're doing is going to suffer which creates more stress and males is actually later so it's like we have to learn Mm -hmm. to just quiet that and just wait and see what happens y'all get cleaning blue balls that's what we do you need to get you need to get that cleaning release and i think people need to realize too if you want something done a certain way you can't you got to let that go if you want someone else to do it You can't have it done like the dishwasher, for example. My husband hates the way my entire family loads the dishwasher. By that, I mean me and my parents. Like, he'll go to my parents' house and go to put something in the dishwasher. What did you do? You inherited like a dishwasher layout? I guess, which is funny (laughs) because growing up, we didn't have a dishwasher until I was 15. And then I moved out at 19. So it's not like. You put all the the silverware up top. (laughs) 
It basically like you just cram in as much as possible yeah, and have it upside do down. What the hell? So that the water will hit it and then it's good enough. Jen. And he like Jen. makes it all pretty. It has to be pretty. <laughs> See, he's learned that I don't know how to make I can't make it pretty. Jen. I'm broken. We're going to go on So a he just walk. redoes it. We're going to go on a little walk here. I want <laughs> you okay. I want you to close your eyes. Okay, I want you to imagine that you're sitting in front of your TV. You got your favorite blanket. Okay, you got a you got a hand it. hand on like a mai tai or a mojito or something, something alcoholic, <laughs> right? You're watching <laughs> you're watching the First Wives Club, right? And a commercial. Uh, hang on, and a you commercial know comes me. On. A commercial comes on for a Maytag dishwasher. And it shows the people loading the dishwasher. Are they just fucking dumping armfuls of dishes? <laughs> or are they putting them away nicely? I'm going to say armfuls <laughs> of dishes. The commercial shows you what to do. We see at least one a day. Who watches commercials these days? Honestly. Oh, come on. So Steve reloads it, but he never... <laughs> He never like asks, like he'll give me this judgmental look, like, are you a fucking monkey? Why can't you load this? And I think I do a good job. Like I don't cram you it. You just as much said as you don't to. do a good job. I I don't because he has to redo <laughs> it, but I feel like it's fine and doesn't need to be redone. I, I have a feeling that you do it wrong on purpose so that you won't be asked. I to don't. Because do <laughs> sometimes I'm waiting trick. to watch a show. And he's like restructuring the dishwasher. And I'm like, does that have to be done? Yeah, right. it does. It's wrong. I'm going to tell you how Steve loads his dishwasher. And you tell me which items I get wrong. Okay. You ready? All right. Yeah. The top rack is for bowls in the middle stacked on each other. Nest so that water can get up in them, but water can't sit in them. Glasses are going to go along the sides of those. Maybe some long like utensils, like like a mixer or scooper or slotted spoon or something. Down at the bottom, that's where you put all your plates. They all have to be lined up so water can hit them from both sides. You might put a pot or pan down there, maybe a big bowl. Like that's how you do it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You just but sometimes shove them all in there. Sometimes there's more cups than bowls, and so you put them on the bottom. Yeah, then they melt if they're plastic. Not, not mugs. The The bottom shelf is the hot shelf. That's where it gets all the heat. So if you put <laughs> stuff down there that's plastic, it's going to melt. That's happened to me a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I think Steve is, is very validated in his distaste of your dishwasher loading. Anyway. <laughs> Certain chores pile up, <laughs> but the ones that don't, I need to learn how to let them go, like like vacuuming or dusting or cleaning surfaces. It's just very hard to let it go. Yeah, and I have no tips for that because, like, I don't think about chores unless something's a mess. Yeah. I think about like, oh man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go make something in the shop. I'm gonna go play video games or. <laughs> and, and I'm Mikkel's thinking like, Pay about taxes and <laughs> find a better job. So lame. There's a sticky ring on my counter that I'm thinking about. What? A sticky. See, ring? that's why would you that's wear the a kind sticky of stuff. ring? 
No, like when you set a cup down and then you're walking by the counter and you can see that there was a cup sitting there. How long was the cup there? Not for very long, but when you have a three-year-old that drinks medicine out of a tiny cup and it's sticky-ass medicine and then they set it down while they're drooling. Yeah, I haven't had a little kid in a long time, I'm just realizing. Yeah, like little dirty handprints all over. Yeah. Yeah. Or they pee and drip all over the seat and don't wipe. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Or you'll be like mid-emptying the dishwasher. Mom, I pooped. Mom, I pooped. Come wipe me, Mom. Now, I do get that from Mikkel. She's, <laughs> she's very proud of her movements. Uh, so, well, yeah, learning to let stuff go is part of it. And... Taking micro breaks, which I never, I'm horrible at micro breaks, like horrible at them. I'll even think like, I just need to sit down for a minute. And then part of my brain will be like, why are you sitting on your ass when there is a load in the, in the dryer? What are you doing? Go do that. You could be halfway done by now. Don't sit down. Like, no, go do it. I feel like you need to separate your personalities and ask yourself. If I was at work and my boss was bossing me around the way that I'm bossing myself around, how long would I stay there? Not. How long would you put up with being treated like that? Well, since I did it at my last job, I'm going to say one year. (laughs) So why would you do that to yourself? Why would you boss yourself? Why would you give yourself ultimatums? Guys aren't doing that. We're not like, oh, (laughs) fuck, if I don't do these dishes, I'm the worst husband and father ever and I might as well die in a <laughs> vat of urine no we're just like man dish is dirty yo that's it like <laughs> like oh man like i'm gonna have to wear these pants for the fourth day in a row because laundry's not done big whoop ah oh, that sounds so freeing and nice and amazing it's because why would i treat myself the way that i don't want anyone else to treat me why would i boss myself around why would i hold myself to a standard that i won't let anybody else hold me to that's true. You just need to be better to yourself. You need to realize that you're a person. Like, I can't remember what I was watching. I was watching something or listening to something. And they're talking about heaven and hell and how good people go to heaven and bad people go to hell. But you know what? Everybody's both. So what the fuck? We're all good yeah. and bad, right? We're all lazy yeah. and we're all like go-getters trying to like figure things out. You got to realize that like... Be a better boss for yourself. Don't do that to yourself. I like that too, because then it's the same, like if you're not doing stuff that you're wanting to be doing and your boss would say, hey, how come this isn't done? You said that you wanted to write on your book this week and you haven't written anything, but you told me that you were. Why haven't you taken time? Fired. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's good for both ways. Yeah, you got to have a good life-life balance. You know, they say work-life balance. You have to also have a good life-life balance. Yeah. And that's easier said than done. I get it. I understand that. I get that, especially for women. Way easier said than done. I don't know why it's been instilled in us that men have fun and, like, women clean. And it's not even something that, like, I'm pushing on Mikkel. It's just something she just feels she has to do, and I hate it. I'm going to blame 
like the 19, I think it was like 30s. So there, Steve sends me this meme. He sent me this meme and it's literally the front of Battleships, the board game. Just a picture of Battleships, the board game. Ladies and it America. says, mm -hmm. fun for the whole family. The whole and it's the family. dad and the son playing against each other and the mom and daughter are watching while they're doing dishes. And it's so sexy. Like they're both, they got their watch glass. <laughs> they're looking over at the guys having fun. Like, oh man, this is so fun watching them have fun. Yeah, it's so fucked up. But it literally says fun for the whole family. The whole family. And they have dishes in their hands. Hey, hon, can you come help with dishes? Nope. Battleship. <laughs> oh. It gets me out of everything. <laughs> hey, baby, we need to talk about our relationship. I want a divorce. Battleship. <laughs> like. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, I wish I wish that just for one week, my wife could feel how freeing it is to be me. I don't worry <laughs> about a whole lot throughout the day. I don't think about a whole lot throughout the day. It's kind of empty up there. It's but nice. I also think that men still kind of expect it a little bit because that's how everyone's been trained for years. Yeah. Decades. But guys have a different, a different thing. Ours is like oil hasn't been changed in that car in 232 days. Those tires mm. got rotated 43 and a half days ago, right? We, we have a different list. It's not as yeah. urgent, right? But we have that yeah. list. Now, women, I'm going to give you a little, a little insight here. That list in our heads is about 100 times more valuable than your list. Okay, me going How out. Dare you? <laughs> me going out and changing oil in the car for thirty minutes is about equal to four years of of doing chores around the house. So what? when your husband no, goes, when your husband goes and changes the oil and walks in like he fucking won the Super Bowl, it's because in his head he's like, <laughs> I fucking saved us thirty bucks like <laughs> i'm done for a year i'm not saying that's the way it should be i'm just saying in guys heads were like i rotated the tires you got to do dishes for two months it's just <laughs> i don't know yeah so understand that when your husband walks in after putting air in the tire and he's got his hand raised in the air in victory you say hey good job go fold socks just know <laughs> that in his head he's done way more work than you ever have and it's not right it's just that's in his head I was thinking, I mean, that's interesting, but I was thinking more the other side where like, I feel like guys kind of expect women to deal with dinner most of the time and expect women to clean the house most of the time. I can see that. Even though we work as much as you guys. I can see that. And especially like depending on where you're raised, right? That's going to have a, a lot to do with it. You're raised like back East, raised in a big city. You're not really going to feel that, right? Grow up in New yeah. York City. Everyone works. Everyone fucking works. Everyone does. Grow up in Alabama. Yeah, you, you probably lived in a neighborhood with some bunch of stay-at-home moms, right? So it's kind of mm -hmm. different for everybody. What you need to do, and maybe this is something you do when you first decide to get married or moved in or whatever, is kind of go through all the chores in the house and just try figure out, like, is there anything here you like to do? Mm -hmm. For Mikkel, it's yard work. All weekend, she's out in the yard. She's happy as can be. She's pruning trees. She's planting flowers. She's mowing. She, that's her vibe. She throws on a podcast, and she loves it. I hate yard work. 
Mm. Absolutely hate it. So mine is usually cooking. She doesn't really like cooking. I love cooking. So we have these like chores that are figured out. We're like, hey, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Okay, I'll make anything. What do you want? We've, we've divided it up quite a bit. I think that's a good question. Like, what do you like doing? Because we've talked about like, what's your least favorite chore? But I like to put away groceries because it. I love organizing. Yeah. And it's like a little mini chance to organize things. It's like a little Tetris game. Yeah. And sometimes my husband will be like, oh, I'll put these away for you. And I'm like, no, no, back off of my shit. But he's like, no, I'm trying to help you. And I'm like, no, but I actually like... Let me do it. <laughs> and see, she hates going grocery shopping, so we just do it online. Oh, I yeah. I love grocery shopping. I love walking the aisles. I love talking to people. <laughs> like, like that's my thing. That's my jam. So, like, when she's like, oh, I've got grocery pickup at five. Can you go get it? I'm like, oh, you're killing me. I have to just sit in the car <laughs> for, like, ten minutes. I can't do it. But, yeah, find out what they like to do and let them do it. Yeah. Like, Mikkel gets some glares because we live in a neighborhood that's a little bit more right-leaning than left-leaning. And she gets looks, and I get looks, because she'll be out front mowing, and I'll come out to check the mail in my socks. You know, and the neighbors yeah. will look at me like, why is your wife mowing and you're not? Because she likes it. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. I would prefer to mow than trying to battle my toddler. Like, I would rather take the mowing than watching the kids honestly and see i'd rather fold laundry than put it away I hate oh the really yeah i'll sit there and watch tv i'll fold four baskets just line oh, them up. i hate folding laundry but, but I, I love putting, putting it, away. it away right so it's, find these things out if mikhail can walk into the living room and say hey here's a basket can you fold it yeah you bet get it done go put it away i don't want to do it find those things and it's okay to split a chore like when i cook I try to clean while I'm cooking, so there's nothing to clean. Yeah. And I take that out of her. So she knows that when I cook, she doesn't have to worry about cooking. She doesn't have to worry about cleaning. It's done. Which is so annoying when you have to clean up after someone's cooking mess and they haven't cleaned up along the way. Yeah. Like, my husband cleans up along the way, and I'm very appreciative of that because my parents don't. They have the rule if you cook, the other one cleans, and, like, my dad does not <laughs> clean anything no. along the way. No, when Mikkel, so rude. when Mikkel cooks, it's a mess. But I usually <laughs> help her clean up if she cooks. Because I know how much she hates cooking. Mm. So if she's going to cook and I know how much she hates cooking, then I'm going to help her clean it up. I don't like cleaning up. I, I, I like cooking, but I, I can't handle the smell of meat anymore. So it's which, I have to cook things that are contained. Which, I mean, if you think about all this with this, like, burnout of being a parent, like... Why can't you just sit down and just figure out, hey, I hate diaper changes. It's the worst thing. I can never get it to work right. I can never get the diaper where it needs to be. Cool. I got diaper changes, but I need you to do this instead. Oh, that's fine. Do this. Half of burnout, in my opinion, is just doing things you don't like. Yeah, And if you probably. can get with your partner and figure out things like, why can't you split a, a job in half? One do the half they like and the other one do the half that maybe they don't hate. Right right now, I feel bad because we are literally tearing out a single car garage to gain access to our two-car garage that was built last year. Like, this thing was done being built 11 months ago. 
but we haven't been able to park in it because the single car garage is in the way and life happened and now we're finally back on the project. So like anytime I pull Steve away to do house stuff, then it's like, it might be winter and we can't use the garage because I pulled him away too much. Right. So it's like we have this looming project that we're trying to finish before it's too cold to pour concrete. And it's it's compiling all these issues. Yeah. But I feel Compounding. like once that's done, I feel like that is a good plan to be like, I just I just hate dusting, period. Or like I do I do maybe I'll revisit the conversation of him having his daughter do more chores because I feel like it's good for her and it would help us out. So I still don't understand why it's not. And she's going to get paid. Yeah. Like I think she'd be happier. Plus she does take pride in cleaning. Well, and especially since she's paying off, you know, a laptop, $5 a month. She's going to be 30. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's going to be like February before it's paid off. 20 months to get a hundred bucks. It's crazy. She needs more money than that. And she needs more responsibility. I totally agree. And with that responsibility, she needs more freedom. Because I don't think we should give our kids more responsibility without also giving them more freedom. Yeah. Like, so this is Aubrey's like first year of actually being at school in junior high. And they have a dance coming up at the end of the month. And she like, hey, dad, can I go to this? And I was like, you don't have to ask. You can come and tell me, Dad, there's a dance this day. I'm going with this person at this time. And that's fine. You've earned that freedom. That's cool. You know, you've earned that freedom. You don't need to ask me. Just tell me when you're going. Tell me when you're going to be back. Doesn't she need a ride, though? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's up to her <laughs> to figure out, right? And yeah. that's part of that freedom is it's her responsibility to figure out to and from. Yeah. Now, if you can't do that, you lose some of your freedom. Yeah. Because I now have to manage it for you, kind of like this haunted house situation. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's good. I feel like I feel like the biggest part, if if you're in a relationship and you have a partner, the biggest part of burnout is just recognizing it in your other in the other person, because the other person is not going to recognize it first. They won't. You're going to notice, and you're going to think. You might think, man, they're mad at me because they're being you know withdrawn. They don't like me. Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong? Just say, hey, I noticed that you've kind of been down. How can I help? You seem burnt out. It's, yeah. it's that easy. And if if you're not in a relationship, you don't have a partner, you got to reach out to that village, that village that you've created that we've talked about so much. So many times. You just need to reach, reach out to that village. There should be someone in that village that'll be like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Don't worry about it. And my husband did ask, like, what's what's up? You look stressed. You look down. Like, what can I do to help? But it's hard when it's like, it's like this lifestyle that Americans live, our Western culture, where we're always fucking busy and have jobs and kids and nine million things to do. Like, I feel like part of it's like our society's broken. Well, if we didn't have to work so much to get the basics we need to live. We'd have more time to focus on this other stuff, but well, we need Anna's. Yeah, we need two people in the workplace to be able to make ends meet. Yep, I was reading about the burnout, and it said it is more 
prevalent in Western culture versus Eastern culture because they emphasize that kids come first. They emphasize take that maternity and paternity leave and raise your kid. Like that's what's more important is getting that kid raised to be a good person. And we don't value that here. We're mm-hmm. like, when was you born, have to keep working. I got, I got four days off when Aubrey was born. That's it. That's sad. And my ex was going through postpartum depression. She couldn't breastfeed. She was struggling and I couldn't be there. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. But yeah, if you're feeling burnt out, reach out to someone. Let them know. Don't feel silly or stupid. And I feel like we always tell you like, this is a podcast for imperfect parents. That should be everybody. Everybody's imperfect. If you're holding yourself to a standard of some other podcast or YouTube star or someone who writes an article and they make you feel like you have to be perfect. You it's don't. all fake. I think, I think it was one of our guests. I think it was Dr. Sarah Allen who posted, I think it was her who posted the other day. She posted an article titled, that's right. I said it. Sometimes I hate my kids. Yeah. You know, you just have to, it's okay to be honest feel that way. It's okay to feel burnt out. It's okay to tell your kids. No, it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay to feel yep. like shit after doing it. Yeah, it's normal. It, it takes some practice, just like anything else. It's a skill. And I feel like Mikkel and I have gotten to that point where, like, you know, we don't get burnt out over parenting stuff, you know? And we don't get burnt out over house stuff. I mean, our basement's destroyed. But <laughs> we can't do anything about that, you know? Yeah. Well, that was a good topic. Yeah, I hope we helped some people, if not just to feel related to. Yeah, if you feel like you're struggling, yeah, talk to somebody and realize you're not alone. Yeah, you can alone. email us and vent to us too. Yeah, hit us up at? Hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. Well, Jen, what's your best of the week? So my best is Scoop Boot. And Scoop Boot is the newest member of our family. He is basically a Roomba. He's a little robot vacuum that we have named Scoop Boot. And my daughter, for some reason, is obsessed with her. She calls it a her. She calls her Scoop Boot. When she's charging, I'll say she's charging right now. She'll say, no, she's sleeping. Like she, and I've told her it's not real. Jen, I got to call you out on something. What? We just had to talk about how Cleaning the house is such a chore and hiring someone to come do it costs too much. Why didn't you say you can just buy a robot vacuum, vacuuming done? Because I didn't buy a robot vacuum. That's another win. What's the My neighbor vacuum? posted and said, this vacuum oh. only works half the time. If anyone wants to troubleshoot it, done. by all means. And I'm like, shit, I could fix that. So I go pick it up and it malfunctions within two minutes. And it says front brush is tangled so i open it up there is like like months of so much hair tangled in the front of this exactly a cat's amount of hair so much that i had to cut it out with a knife it hasn't had an issue since weird man you like maintain your shit it works it was just hair and it's like a 200 dollars vacuum that's nice so i hook it up to alexa 
So I just tell her to start scoop boot and she'll start cruising around. I have it scheduled on a cleaning program and my daughter loves her so much that when she got stuck under the couch, my daughter started crying and panicking. And then I noticed she'd left crayons on the floor and I said, that is going to make scoop boot sick. She cannot suck those up. And she's like, (gasps) and she hurried around and grabbed the crayons and put them away. So it's like so many wins. She has a new friend. I'm I'm still upset you didn't talk about this earlier. Uh, because it was like the climax. Whoa, it was a big win. (laughs) You have to climax at the end of the episode. (laughs) Go. What's your worst? Probably that I got this burnout to where I just am so unhappy before I finally talked about it or tried to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely a spectrum. Like that burnout's on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, f- I feel like at times, like I recognize, man, I'm getting burnt out and then I ignore it. And that's yeah. what's bad. Yep. That's what I did for like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's next? Uh, just talk about it sooner. Try to be more open. That's good. How about you? My best was having this little experiment of letting Aubrey figure her own stuff out with school and her teacher saying that she should be in an honors class. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It's a huge win for her, not me. I I stepped out of the way and I just let her do her thing. So this is her one up, not mine. That's hers because she earned it. Good Um, job, Aubrey. My worst of the week I don't think I have a bad of the week. What about that you almost cut your finger off and then continued to try to work on stuff? Yeah, I don't know if you really want to tell that story. Okay. Okay, so I'm working in the shop. I'm making these cool little, like, video game signs or, like, retro posters. I don't know, retro signs. So I made this, like, Ninja Turtle sign. It's all, like, hand-cut wood and layered and airbrushed and looks dope. Well, I'm making a Ghostbusters one. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, what day was it? Friday? I think it was Friday. Thursday. It was Thursday. Um, No, it was Wednesday. Wow. So I'm out in the shop. I'm using a coping saw, which is just a little hand saw. Um, It's got like a little frame and it holds a little tiny saw in it. I'm cutting out these letters and the saw slips. And sure enough, I have my middle finger in the wrong spot. Cuts it deep. Go inside. I'm a kill. I cut my finger. She's like, well, don't do that. Well, I ordered some cut-proof gloves that you can't cut into. They're fucking awesome. Nice. Well, they got delayed by a day. Well, I can't let things sit. I like to finish stuff that's out in the shop, so I go out there, and I'm working on it while my kill's at work, and the saw slips and cuts into my other finger and cuts deeper, and I had to go get stitches. So Yeah, that was really deep. I told Mikhail that the first finger was because I was dumb, and the second one's because I'm stubborn. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's probably the worst is just that sometimes I don't get out of my own way. So the what's next will be uh, learning how to get out of my own way. There you go. There we go. Good job. Well, folks, um, kind of like we said at the top of the show, we don't mean to make light of suicide. Um, we're going to put the Suicide Awareness Hotline and website down in the links and some more resources for you. 
If you have questions, comments, concerns, or if you have burnout tips or a topic you'd like us to cover, you can hit us up at... Hello, unqualifiedparenting.com. Like. Subscribe. Comment, rate. Share. All the things. Tell your friends and family that you found the best podcast and the second best. And I'm okay for the second best. That's fine. <laughs> well. You have survived another fortnight of parenting. Unqualified Parenting is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Jennifer Jones and Cody Reese, with special thanks to our families and listeners for making each episode possible.